Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Welcome to the cave. Thank you for having me. Thank you uh, for joining me today to talk about uh, your latest project, uh, Five Days of Memorial, which uh, premiered last week. You know, everybody's raving about it. They're talking about it. Uh, what's your thoughts on all this? How are you processing all this so far? Well, it's really surreal for me right now to see it all come together because it took us four months to film. And so we're filming different parts of the episodes each time we were on set. So to see mm. everything come together along with the special effects is just really, really surreal for me to see on screen. But they've done a wonderful, wonderful job in telling the story and I'm really happy with it. And also because of the special effects and everything that are added, it really um, takes me into the story. It makes me fully engaged into the story as well. Mm. And so... Yeah, I'm just happy that it has that effect on me and that it has that effect on the audience, too. Before we jump more into this, I was doing some research on you and I want to know, like, what made you get into the acting world? <laughs> well, it's a long, long, long story. But um, one of the first times I decided that I wanted to get into acting was when I was watching um, movies with my parents. Okay. They would just let me watch all of these movies for adults. And I would just sit there and they wouldn't send me to my room. So I'd just be there. And two movies in particular stuck out to me at that time. So I watched Waiting to Exhale with them. Okay. And I don't know if you're familiar with Angela Bassett's scene. She plays Bernadine and she has that monologue um, when her husband leaves her for another woman. And she's like throwing all of his clothes in the wagon. (laughs) And so like I was there like resonating with her. I'm like, yeah, he's wrong. He's a dog. But I was a kid. I was like, how do (laughs) How can I relate to you? I can't, but Mm. I was feeling like what she was feeling. I was angry too. And I was like, wow, I want to know how she made me feel this way. Mm. And another movie that brought me to that point was The Usual Suspects. Okay. Have you seen? Oh yeah, another good movie. Yeah, so um, like when we found out that Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Soze in the end, again, I was blown away. I was like, whoa, (laughs) he had us all fooled. I need to know how he did that. Like that scene where it starts um, from his his walk because he's walking wobbly throughout the entire movie. And then as he leaves uh, the police station, his uh, foot starts walking properly. And then his attitude changes, his physicality changes. And then he gets into the car and you're just blown away. You're stunned. And so I, re- I was really curious as to how he did that. And wow. that's what, yeah, fed my curiosity about acting. Now you grew up in Canada also, right? Yeah. So like when you when when you told your parents, okay, like I'm going after the act, you know, I got the acting bug. This is what I want to go do. Like, what was their uh their reaction? Did they like try to talk you out of it or try to have a backup plan? Well, I told them when I was really young. And of course, like with every parent's concern, they were like, you know, it's it's not a good idea. But the thing is that they came to every show that I did. Okay. When I was in high school. So they showed their support that way. They were always attending my shows and, you know, they were making sure that I was like going to rehearsals and things like that, even though they were speaking, hey, you know, after high school, think of something else to do. But physically, Mm. they were there. 
And so like after high school, I continued doing plays and they continued to attend. And so that's how they showed their support. But I remember like my mom seeing me in a commercial for the first time. And that's when I think it really hit her when she saw me on television mm. <laughs> for like 30 seconds eating like crackers and drinking baked wine. She was like, oh my gosh, my daughter's on TV. Like this is real. That's awesome. So they, yeah, they've always showed their support and attendance. Mm. It, also like with Canada and everything, it must be great. Like, are you, do you still reside there? Or do you, are yeah. you, isn't it great how you can, there's a lot of work out in Canada, like between Toronto now and Vancouver. Yeah, and it's so cool because there's so many landscapes that you can film that look like you're in the States or look mm. like any other part of the world. And that's what I love about Canada so much. You can like make it into like whatever place you want to make it into. So I think as actors, like we're lucky to be here. Yeah. Now, is the plan ever to move in the States, LA, or you still want to do the traveling back and forth? We'll see. It's like one day at a time. What's great about this industry is you get to travel literally anywhere. Yeah. And you get to meet great people. So it's like one day at a time for me. Like when this project came into my life, it was like, oh, wow, like I can do a project like this. And it sort of opened up the access for more things. It opened up um, more of an access to develop my craft too. So it's a mm -hmm. one day at a time, but I look forward to exploring different places for sure. Right. Now you mentioned projects, the word projects. What's been like your favorite project you think to this day? To work on so far? Yeah. Definitely this one. <laughs> Okay. Definitely this one, just because it takes place in 2005. Mm. And um, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, saying how 2005 seems like it was yesterday. But when you really think about it, it was so far, it was 17 years ago, and so many things have changed since, like our phones, right? cars, and things like that. But like it seems so close. So I loved this project because we got to time travel. And even when I went into the project with like hair tests and stuff, I remember um, makeup saying, okay, well, we're not gonna wear that much makeup because it's a hurricane or hair saying, oh, well, your hair will have to be this way according to the time. Mm. And I didn't realize that like hairstyles were different in 2005 than there are today. Right. It's right? crazy, so, huh? Yeah, it's crazy how time flies. And how everything changes so rapidly. So uh, five days of memorial, Tarika Hill. How were your approach for this project? Tell us about your audition and how did you like prepare to play this role? Because it's a fictional character also. Yeah, so I got the audition uh, through my agent. And it was a live Zoom audition. So much like okay. And so I did my audition and I was just like, okay, let me just bring myself into the scene. Like, what are my feelings? about being here, what are my feelings about Dr. Poe? So that's how I prepared. And I had one day wow. there and we had three scenes. But when I saw the script, I was like, oh, this is well written. Oh, I gotta be a part of this, right? So I just injected myself into the scene. Mm. And I did the audition and then it went by so quickly. I don't remember how it went. It went by and then I let it go, went about my life. And then I got the call about a month and a half later that I got the part. <laughs> I was so happy. Like I was screaming and yelling. I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I was so, so excited. And so like as soon as I got the part, then we had to prepare for the role. And I got the book. I started doing my research because it's based on the book Five Days of Memorial. So that was like my first four-way into mm -hmm. um, Tarika. And the lines that were given for her, she's, 
kind of like the comedic relief a bit. Like you can tell she's been at Memorial for a long time. So she yeah. knows how things go. So there is that casualness to her, which I really loved. But then, you know, when things go down, like she's down to business, she's here to help. She she loves her job. She loves what she does. But she'll make those sacrifices. So things about Tariqa were written in the script, injected some of my personality in the script and being on set and seeing just all of the props helped me get into the role as well. Isn't it great that you kind of had your own input on this character? Yeah, definitely. Because she's fictional, it's easier. Yeah. So definitely. I can and I can tell like for like throughout watching the first, uh, first few episodes, um, how like your character, like you could tell like there's times where you, you know, you throw that one liner, it's kind of funny and then you get serious right away. Yeah. Yeah. So like what did you all goes down? It's like you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. You're at work at the end of the yeah. day. Like you mentioned, she's charming, charming, mm -hmm. funny, hard worker. What was the biggest challenge you think connected to this character? Just the circumstances in itself. Uh I've never gone through a hurricane. And so again, what really helped was being on set and seeing all the special effects and being in that space mm. that's kind of fed like Tarika's horror of what's happening, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to survive this? Because of what was going on around us, I think once everything was coming together, then I could add that layer onto Tarika. Yeah. What about like, so you play a nurse also, did you have to like learn like certain like medical terms or like certain like trainings for the character? You know, I, actually didn't most of my scenes are like about the hurricane in itself okay and um i have other scenes as well where i'm taking care of patients yeah but there isn't any medical terminology used mm. for me so for my character there's more the drama of it rather than like the medical aspect right. what did you love about this character everything <laughs> everything everything because you know you hear about this story and you're like okay I expect to be sad I expect to be angry I expect to have so many feelings but what I love about Tarika is that she takes you out a bit of it and she makes it like personable mm. you know you're like this is the kind of woman that I could be friends with or this is the kind of woman I could work with like a miss like it made it reminded me that at the end of the day, yes, we were doctors, we were nurses, we were patients, but we're also human beings, we're all people, multifaceted mm. people, multidimensional people. And so it seemed to me that I'm like, yeah, these people are very real, they had their own concerns and everything before the hurricane, and they're coming in with their life experience, and they're coming in with their personality, so. Mm. I love how, like, have you had a chance to watch, like, the finished project? I've seen up to three episodes so far. Okay, like, do you, I love how it's like, it starts off a little slow, but then it's like fast paced, fast paced, fast paced. What was your thoughts on it with the, the way that it was filmed like that? What took me by surprise was because I knew, like we all knew what was coming. Right. And in watching the show, we're like, okay, we know what's coming. We know what it's about, but it's just those moments of when. And what took me by surprise was when mm. those things started happening, when the hurricane kind of took strength because it came when you least expected it. Which I loved, which I loved, or else it's predictable, but I love mm. the unpredictable. Yeah. I love the fact that it was unpredictable. What was your favorite uh, favorite part of working on this project? For me, working with the actors, 
got a chance to work with really, really great people. And it was a master class. Like I spent a lot of my time just watching and being like, wow, how did you do this? Wow, how did you do that? So just mm -hmm. being in that space with them was really, really cool. And then working with the directors and seeing how they were executing their vision was a great thing to witness. And then seeing like the floods come together, like see the hospital come together and just the specificity of the set. Yeah. Really, really impressive. Any advice from your coworkers about like how to like get ready for this role or like how to even like work on a set on something like this? I didn't receive any advice, but I was watching them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> While we were working. And like, yeah, we just we would just stay in our characters for as long as possible because mm. you know it's a it's a show, it's a tragic right. circumstance. And so you know, to tell a great story, it's, you know, it just helps to stay in the stories, helps to stay in the character. So we did that a lot. Mm -hmm. And with a few actors, like we would rehearse our lines together to make sure they were correct. And stuff. And we would rehearse in different ways just to see um, how the story would stand out with what it is we were presenting. So yeah, it was more of watching them and seeing how they work and kind of taking some tools from my toolbox and being like, okay, right. I can use that, I can use that. One thing that I loved about this cast in particular is how natural and organic everything was. It was like we were having a conversation, like we were really into the situation. And That's so I amazing. just like that aspect of it. I'm like, okay, I'll use that in the future. That's amazing. So Five Days of Memorial is available on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, yeah. here's the question now. You've nurse you played a doctor if people if some people do some research on you they'll remember you from titans doom patrol yeah is there like another role that you kind of hope you could play someday that it's not medical in medical like no like that, that it's not medical that's not medical because i was gonna say if it's medical i'd love to be a patient like on the <laughs> brink of death <laughs> that would be awesome uh i would love to be Someone like a an astronaut or something out okay. of space. I really like those kinds of movies where I'm like in space, like stuck in space, like the only one in space. My family's waiting for me on Earth, and a superhero as well. I was going to say like a lot of people want to play the superhero, so I was waiting for you to say that. But but like the antagonistic superhero, mm. it's like you love to you love to hate her. I can see that. Yeah. That would be my dream, iconic role. Now, uh, what's next for you now? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you got coming out or working on? Yeah, sure. So I have a Lifetime movie that was released in June called Trap with My Husband. So it's now available in the States. And I have a Christmas movie coming out soon. And when there's more information, I'll definitely share that on my socials and let you know. But that's what I have coming out very soon. Perfect. Now, speaking of socials, how can the listeners, the viewers find you on social media? So they can find me on Instagram at MalubeUG. Right. This was great. Uh, thank you for giving me a few minutes today. Thank you for having me. I really like talking to you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.